Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, one and only true Lord. And Amen, we trust, as the Republic of Mentelect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Bright Race. Good evening. I am your host, Intellectual Newman Mentari. This is Mentalect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing the mind of inferior races. Inside the mind of an inferior races, we need to know just how these humans think of us. I'm talking about those who are the elect, those who are even of the rejects, those who are known as so-called black people. Why you so-called black people? still falsely being called black people. Why is there such a thing really as racism? See, I wanted to do a definitive broadcast on this because I touched around this before. I touched on this before, and I always want to do definitive broadcasts because I, I want to have definitive titles. I don't want to be like touching on certain things. I'm like, okay, this can be a whole topic. This could be a whole discussion, a whole topic, a whole transmission. So inferior races are basically what we're dealing with in society. Inferior racism is what we're dealing with. Inferior racism, I want to put that out there. Inferior racism is what we're dealing with from all these people within the human race. All right, That's a new term we coined in the Republican mental life when it comes to these humans and their hate for us. Inferior racism, you see, they are a, or they see themselves really as an inferior race, and they hate those who they see as superior or supreme. They hate those who they see as supreme or superior, and they mean us. That's really what the hate is. That's really what the fear is. We make these people feel inadequate, whether you know it or not. A lot of y'all may not pick this up, but you make these humans feel inadequate, the so-called whites, the Asians, the East Indians, you as bronze people, the people of the sun, the people who projected from the sun, the people of Amun, you make the humans uneasy. Your realness, your richness, the power from which you generate from puts them on edge. They feel uneasy around you. They feel inadequate around you. This is why they hate you, because of how you make them feel. See, they have to live with the fact. And this is really why they hate you. This has nothing to do with, oh, they better than you. They hate you because they think they better than you or they hate you because they supreme and they look at you as, as nothing. That's not true. That's a lie. See, that's what they want you to believe. See, uh, inferior racism tries to flip their mindset of race and superiority around. It's not them who see themselves as superior and you as inferior. It's them that actually see themselves as inferior and you as superior. That's really what it is. What did I tell y'all before? You don't hate down, you hate up. You don't hate down, you hate up. They say so-called black people are supposed to be only 13% of the population and whites are the the majority. They, They live in states. Don't they live in states where... You don't see no so-called black people at. They live in whole, like, states with just them and maybe a few Mexican, whatever, but there's no black people there. So you got to ask yourself, for well, people who are supposed to be such a small minority, why is there racism? Why do they care about our people? What do they think about our people? Why do they, you know, again, why is it that they put so much emphasis and focus on hating so-called black people? Why? 
Why is that their focus? Well, I don't like black guys. I don't like this, that, and that. For what? Why? What reason? Shouldn't so-called black people be like that? White people see it as how, you know, the history we don't went through with so-called white people. The history we don't went through with them in this society and in this country, which is really our country. You see, they're the invaders. But shouldn't we hate them? Yet we don't. I told you we live in a very strange and parallel world because in this three-dimensional world, the people that were abused love the people that abused them. And the people that abuse the people, they hate them for some strange reason, right? They hate those people who they abuse. You would think they'd be trying to, you know, like, you know, they trying to find a reason to hate the people that they abuse, the people that actually helped them. When they came into this into this society, into America, the people that actually helped them, showed them how to grow food, showed them how to pl- plant crops and things like that, so they wouldn't starve. They turned around and tried to enslave you, and they turned around and tried to kill you and take your property, take your land, which they did. But yet you don't hate them. That's strange. You don't hate them even the ones who benefit from the theft of your land, because all of them benefit, all these humans benefit from the theft of our land, which is America, and that's fine. They benefit from it, but you would think that you would hate them and not the other way around, but you don't hate them. You know why? Because deep down inside, you really look at them as inferior. And you feel sorry for them. A lot of you so-called black. See, when a lot of times when a so-called black person say, you know, I feel sorry for you that they depressed. When they feel sorry for them, that's really you, you knowing them to be inferior as a people, recessive and genetic as a people, you see. And they hate you because they know you are dominant and genetic as a people, that you are from a higher source, from a powerful source. This is why they hate you because they're not part of that source. That is inferior racism. You see, all the inferior people, it's like, you know what it's like? It's like all the nerds got together in high school and they hate and they going and they hate the they hate the jock. All the nerds got together in high school, all the people who are awkward, socially awkward, the people who are uh uh racially awkward, mentally awkward, backwards, all those inadequate people got together and said, you know what, we're going to take over everything. And those big, strong jocks over there, those big, strong bucks over there, those blacks over there who are the, uh, uh, who are the uh, uh, superior ones, the, who are the uh, uh, ones who are the strongest, the ones who got the, uh, uh, the um, definitive um, genetic material, the dominant genetic material, the people who are the strongest people, the people who are the longest lasting people on the earth, we're going to make them, we all going to get together and make them the minority, the recessive, the inferior, and we're going to cast ourselves as the superior. That's what happened, and that's what we live in. That's the real dynamic of this society. That's the real dynamic of racism. A bunch of inferior people, a bunch of mentally unstable, inferior, inadequate feeling people got together and said, you know what, we don't like those dark people, those darkies and their woolly afro we hear. We don't like them. They're different from us. They make us feel uncomfortable. 
You ain't did nothing to them. You ain't said nothing to them. You ain't even thinking about them. Because nine times out of ten, bronze people ain't thinking about white people. So-called black people, you ain't thinking about white people. Like, I mean, you got some coons, sambo, jigaboos, of course. But the average so-called black person ain't thinking about no white person. They ain't thinking about white people. They not. But they think of you. They think about you more than you think. I mean, you got some white people who live just going on and live their life. You got, you know, but the mass majority of them all get united behind that. They always got to thought on racism, you see. And they benefit from that racism, you see. But the ones who are the racists and whatnot, the ones who have shoved out in the forefront, you would think that they'd be like, well, damn, we got all the money, we got the land, we got the, we got everything, we got everything. We, we, we seem to be in control. So then why is the focus still so-called black people? They ain't got shit. They don't own nothing. They ain't got the wealth of this country. They ain't got... They ain't got a, a percentage of the wealth. So why are they still a threat? They ain't, they ain't going around blowing up stuff. They ain't going around taking over stuff. They ain't going around here doing nothing to you. So why are they still a threat? Why do the police want to shoot them? Why are they, are they hated so much? For what? For what? Ask yourself that question. What did you do to be hated? They'll say, oh, you just was born the wrong color. Really? Why aren't the East Indians and the Hindus and all them people born the wrong color? They dark. You were born the wrong Because just you living bothers them Even if you went someplace else And you never saw them again They would come where you are Just to find you And to bother you Because the whole goal is That inferior people Inferior inadequate people Don't feel adequate Don't feel superior Don't feel validated Unless they are trying to bring hell and wreak havoc on the lives of the people who they really see as superior. That's really what it is. See, they got to feed that blood lust. Even if you ain't wouldn't nowhere around them no more, they still be talking, oh, niggas this and niggas that and niggas that. I want some black niggas. They still would be with the nigga business. If you never saw them again, they would still be with that because that's how the minds of inferior people work. They can never get their minds off of the people who they really see as superior. That's really what the racism is. Stop with this shit about, yo, you know, they hate us because they, you know, they superior. And, again, with this white supremacy shit, man, don't call it white supremacy. Call it what it really is. Call it what it is. Inferior racism. Inferior racism. Don't call it white supremacy. There's no white supremacy. They don't see themselves as supreme because if they saw, they don't think like supreme people. They don't. They don't think like supreme people. You know why? Because supreme people don't focus on the people who they think are less than them. They don't focus on them. They don't. There's no confidence. They don't pass whole laws. They don't pass whole bills for our so-called black people. They don't reshape this country because of our people, mainly because we are the real natives of this society. Nobody, everybody else came after us. We were the first people here, you see. We are the real people of this society, the real natives of this society, not the mongoloid. And I wish you niggas would stop calling yourself Indians. We're not Indians. Got to go into that breakdown soon. That's the mongoloid Asians and Caucasians that mixed in together. They calling themselves Indians today. Again, the inferior people getting together to uh, uh, um, subjugate you. When the, when the so-called Asians came into the society and crossed the Bering Straits and mixed in with our people, and the so-called white man came over here, the Caucasians came over here, 
one of the first things they did, first one of the things they mainly did, they teamed up with the um, with the um, Asians, the so-called American Indians, against our people. They teamed up with them. They allowed them to own slaves. Why? Because the white man knew how to play on that uh, 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 inferior connection. You see, they knew how to appeal, uh, play on that inferior connection because them so-called Indians that y'all claiming the Joe people and all these these red Indians, these red uh, 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 re- really Asians, really Asians. They 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 Asians. Okay, stop calling them Indians. The Mexicans, the so-called American Indians. They're nothing but a bunch of Asians. Those are Asians. The Eskimos, those are Asians and East Indians mixed. Those are mixed people. Those are not our people. They're no different than the so-called white man. That's why he was able to get them together to go against us because y'all are always talking about this Indian stuff. Again, why the so-called Indians didn't help us fight the so-called white man? Because if the so-called Indians got together with black people, the white man would have been finished. He would have been done. If they would have all got together, he would have been done. But see, the so-called white man appealed to the so-called Indians, the so-called Native Americans. Why? Because he recognized in them that same inferior complex that they had of our people. That same inferior com uh, that inferior complex. You see, that's why they was getting together, and the white man do it to this day. This is how he's able to get the so-called Asians on his side against black people like what they're doing right now, trying to come up with these bills in Congress against anti-Asians, uh, what, which they're really trying to push black, make it seem like black people are attacking Asians, so-called black people are attacking Asians, when it's really these Caucasians out here killing Asians. But they don't want to say that. They're trying to create a crime bill to, uh, um, to basically lock up more black people for uh, bothering Asians, you see. And the Asians on board with it because they got that inferiority complex too. They only you come in their store, they really want you to get in and give you like give you their money basically, throw your money to them, they throw your product and you just get out their store because they don't like the energy that you emit emit from them. They don't feel adequate when you around. That's why the white man could get them. That, hey, you know you you could be an honorary white man, just like what the so-called white man told the eight the Indian so-called Native American. You could be an honorary white man. You could own slaves. What we want you to do is don't side with the slaves, don't fight with them, and you know don't help them against us and whatnot. You can you can get your property, your land, and if they come through there, catch them and bring them to us and whatnot. And you could own slaves too. And they went for it. So much for your so-called Native American brothers. When they got a chance to be honorary Caucasians, you see they jump right at it, see, because all these people share that inferior racist mindset. You know, we represent the big black monster that always got to be kept at bay. We represent the one big nigger that always got to be the big nigger, you know, uh, that got to be kept at bay. We as a so-called race, you see, and that's really their inferiority coming out. You know, it's really they they hair, which is fur. They don't like your woolly hair. They don't like your dark skin. So because they feel uh, inadequate, because you make them feel threatened, just your presence makes them feel threatened. I mean, y'all see them so-called white people, you come around, you can feel their energy like it's off. And when they're talking to you, they're trying to act like they're cool with you and whatnot. But the energy's off. You know, like you can tell it's uncomfortable, a lot of them uncomfortable, you see. Because that's how they all feel. 
I don't care how much of an act they put on. I ain't scared of no niggas. I ain't scared of no niggas. Yeah, yeah, the police, all of them, yeah. You ain't scared of no niggas, but you need a gun out. As soon as you come up on a nigga, you need your gun pulled out. Or you need 10 of y'all because you know if you approach one so-called black man, you probably, like I said, what you're not going to do, y'all cowards. You ain't doing that. You scared to death. That's why your hand is on the trigger. Because you're scared of that big, that 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 mindset, that that nigga, that monster is gonna attack you. You see, so what you got is a bunch of cowards who hide behind guns and whatnot. And like I said, these these, these Caucasians, they love their guns. They love their guns because, like I said, it makes them feel powerful. It makes them feel powerful. But what if they didn't have guns? What if they didn't have weapons? How 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 how? How how strong and so called brolic would they be? How how raw and uncut would they be if they didn't have no access to weapons? They'd be done. You see, because that's their worst nightmare. That's why they got an NRA, the National Rifle Association. They had the damn demon uh, Charlton Heston up there. You want to kill me before you pry my gun out of my hand? Pry for my yeah, because they they live by the gun, man. That's how they survived in this country, by the gun. That's how, you see, that's how the mind of the inferior races works. They try to get anything to, and they mind even the score. See, a gun evens the score against their inadequacies when it comes to so-called black men, because I told you the gun represents like an extension of their penis. You see, it makes them feel manly. It replaces the testosterone, the low testosterone that they don't have. It replaces that testosterone that they lack, and especially when they could get a so-called black woman, because it used to be a thing a white man would say, oh, you ain't really a man until you have sex with a black woman. Now, what did he say? How many of y'all ever heard that term out of you old white racist, these white racist down south? They always say, you ain't no real man unless you had some sex with a black woman. They probably said nigger woman. You know what I'm saying? But so what does that say? So think about that. This is a real thing they used to say. You're not a real man. Unless you don't have sex with a black woman, right? That's what the white boys say. Now, the question, if the black man regularly, so-called black man regularly has sex with the black woman, then obviously what they're saying is they think of a so-called black man who has sex with the black woman on the regular as the real man. They think of you as a real man. That's what they say. And this is why when the so-called black man came down south, like when they was entertaining and singing, they didn't want you going to certain towns and seeing, because they already know you so-called black men with all that testosterone and the way you move and whatnot. They white women want you. They they know they white women wanted you. They wanted to lay with you. A lot of times you went through them towns, you had the white women. That's why they, the white men, the Klan clan them, they was attacking black performers like Nat King Cole. They was jumping on niggas back in the 40s and the 30s who was performing. They ask you to come there to perform and then attack you because they women like you too much. You see, that's that jealousy. That's that inadequate spirit, that female spirit. That's that female spirit. That's what you're looking at. That's that eve-seated spirit. And they all got it, all of them. They're not no real men. They're males. They're not real men. That's how you, that's how you know when they come to you, they got to be a bunch of them with guns. They'll never step to you just straight up hands up. They ain't stepping to you unless they bit real bigger than you. That's different. But one on one, they ain't stepping to you. You see, they ain't got no, they ain't got no gun on them. They ain't stepping to you. They ain't gonna say shit because they feel inadequate. They scared as shit. You see, 
Now, if, they, if you see a so-called white man step into you as a so-called black, nine times out of ten, he probably got a gun on him or a knife or something like that, or he don't, or it's just really ain't gonna be no drama. Because he know the average so-called black man, he steps to the so-called black man, so-called black man gonna um, probably put him in the hospital. You see, because we got those dominant genetics, because we are so physically strong, we stronger than them. You see. You see a one-on-one fight with a so-called black man and a white man, same side. You already know who won. You already know who's going to win. They already know. You see, this is what they live in fear of. They jump on little girls. Exactly. They'll attack little girls. When you see the white, so-called white, the, uh, the, uh, the inferior racist, when you see the inferior racist out here, when they jumping on so-called black people, it's usually women and children. It's usually when they ain't coming to no man unless they got their gun out. They ain't coming to no man. They're gonna to come to women and children. That's why I tell you, you so-called women, you better, you better be, uh, you better stay up under your men. Keep these children with you. See, because they, they, they look at your children as soft targets because they cowards. They ain't gonna to come to no man. They ain't gonna to step to no man unless it's a whole bunch of them with a gun, with guns. You see, they cowards. That's what their racism is based on. And that's why I told y'all to stop calling them white supremacy. They don't see themselves that way. You niggas see them as supreme. They don't see themselves that way. They see themselves realistically scared shitless. They are scared shitless of you. They've always been that way. They've always been that way. Whenever they come to your house, like I said, with the Ku Klux Klan or the bunch of them white rednecks come to your house, it's a bunch of them motherfuckers. Ain't it a bunch of them. It's a bunch of them with guns. Ain't never one of them. And they know it's just you there. Coward. And you call that supreme? You call that, y'all niggas call that supreme? Tariq Nasheed, y'all call that supreme? Ain't nothing supreme about cowardliness, man. Maybe uh, you talk the white supremacist. Ain't no white supremacist. Ain't no such thing as white supremacist. What you got is a bunch of inferior racists who all got together out of fear, out of survival. They try, they trying to survive, man. So they got to get together. They all got to gang up on you. They know y'all not together. That's why they're afraid when y'all come together. That's why the police, whenever they see one or two of y'all standing in the corner, two or three of y'all, y'all got to break that up. You see, oh, it's something about to go on here. What they standing around for? You could just be talking, having a conversation. They don't tell them, tell them that. You see? You see? That's how they really are, man. They inferior races. Call them what they are, inferior races. You see? They are inferior races. They are not white supremacists. They are inferior races. You see, that's a term we coined in the Republic of Mentalite today, tonight. Because, like I said, let's not misidentify these people. They're no different than if an animal, if you come into animal territory and an animal is intimidated by you, the animal going to try to attack you or the animal going to try and get a pack of animals to attack you, the humans are no different. So that's why when we come in their neighborhood, it could just be us. It could be a nice family. You ain't coming in to bother nobody. They got to start some shit about that. They got to start calling each other. Oh, they, they're going to be doing this in the neighborhood. They're going to be doing that in the neighborhood and this, that, and the third. Because like I said, just your presence, your presence alarms them. 
your presence alarms them. And they even go for you niggas who sit up here and you like to act like you you want to act like them, lay with them, talk like them. They still don't like you no matter how much you black females bed wench with them, which I don't even know how y'all do that. You black females bed wench with them, lay with them, commit bestiality with them. And they still inferior and they still they still inferior of you. They still when they feel they have sex with you so called black women, they feel inadequate as hell, man. That's why they gotta go extra hard and probably pumping on you and trying to act on they trying to they trying to impress because they know nine times out of ten you had you've been with a so called black man, so they already know they can't compete. So they, they try to when they get with you so called black women, that's really just them trying to act like a so called black man. That's all. That's the only reason they get with you. They more enamored by the so-called black man, the image of the black man being the total full man. They're more enamored with that image and trying to step in his image than y'all. They ain't really about you. They not about you. You like to believe, oh, he like me, he loves the sisters, he like the dark skin, and I, no, he don't. No, he don't. He liked the idea that he's taking a so-called black woman from a black man. That's what he likes, the man who he sees to be superior genetically. Because he knows genetically you're superior. He knows genetically. That's why he's sitting at baseball games, excuse me, sitting at football games and basketball games. You took all the so-called black men out of basketball and baseball. That should be boring as hell. Ain't nobody going to see that shit. You take all the so-called black men out of basketball and, 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 uh, and, and football. You see how bad baseball doing now? Remember, baseball got only got really got exciting. You know, you had white people going to see baseball games, but because there wasn't nothing else. But baseball didn't get really start getting exciting until Jackie Robinson came, Willie Mays, and all them bronze Reggie Jackson, all them uh, Roberto Clemente, all them bronze men came into the baseball league. That's what made baseball exciting. Whenever we come to something, we add color to it, we add flavor to it, we put power in it, man. Now, baseball ain't really got no bronze players in baseball now. Now, yeah, exactly. Dick Griffey, Barry Bonds, Daryl Strawberry, the list goes on and on, man. Goes on and on. You see? Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, all of them, man. Willie Stargell, all of them, man. They made, they put the flavor in baseball, man. They made, I, I started liking baseball because of them in the 70s and the 80s. Prior to, I, I wouldn't, after they, after they, the, the influx of bronze men stopped being in baseball. I wasn't watching that no more. It's a boring-ass game. Bronze men put energy into that. They made that game popular. You see? Now bronze men ain't in baseball like that no more, and they know baseball is going down. So they desperately trying to sound, sign bronze players back again. They want bronze players. They know bronze players make the game entertaining, and bronze players equals money, man. You take you take all bronze men out of basketball. Ain't nobody watching that shit no more. White people ain't even watching it no more because the reason. Oh, you take them all out of football. Ain't nobody watching that shit no more. You see, because we put energy and power into everything. And while they sitting there in their thousand dollar seats in the front of the of the basketball game on the side on the sidelines of all game, they thinking, damn them niggas are fast. Damn them niggas are strong. Damn, I wish I could have those niggas' athletic bodies. Damn, those niggas act. Those niggas must come from someplace. They're they're bred like damn machines. Damn these niggas. And the only reason a white man won't even own a football team or a basketball team because his niggas on it. He get to feel like because he feel inferior and inadequate. But in his mind, he can say, "Well, I got enough money to own these niggas." 
I may be look. I may have a body. I might have the 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 the, the, the pen, a penis the size a two inch penis. I might have a two inch pecker. I might have a big gut, but I got billions of dollars, and I can own these big black bucks. That's what they. That's why they don't. That's why they don't want no goddamn niggas owning no teams. You taking everything they got. And when Tiger Woods came in there and did that shit, they really was pissed off. Oh, here come this nigga. That's really what it is. You a bunch of supermen and you make them look bad. That's why they got to keep you under attack, man. They got to keep you on your place. That's really what racism is about. You represent to them a threat. You are a threat. You are a threat. Not because you're going to attack them, not because you're going to beat up on them or rock. No, you are a threat just by breathing. You are a threat just breathing. Just living, you are a threat. You represent a race of supermen on Earth who are going to be potentially real supermen on Earth in this next evolution. You represent a race, even with the so-called white woman. She don't like you so-called black women. They don't like the fact that by the time they're 40 years old, they look like they're 60, and by the time you're 40, you still look like you in your 20s. They hate that. This is real, man. Understand, ultra-stand what you're really dealing with, because the so-called black race, them nigg- you niggas are stupid, man. The so-called black race is stupid. And why I say the so-called black race is stupid, raw and uncut. The reason why I say the so-called black race is stupid, because you niggas really believe that the white man is better than you. You dumb niggas really believe the so-called white man is better than you. And you think that he thinks he's better than you. Hell, he don't even think he's better than you. He just play the game like he do. But they all know what it is. They all know. You see? It ain't supremacy. It's not supremacy unless they can control you. It's not supremacy to them because you represent the highest on the totem pole genetically, mentally, and physically. All these things, you represent the highest on the totem pole. You just do, you niggas just too stupid to understand that because they bred you to be dumb. They bred you to be black people, people in darkness, people in ignorance who don't know who you really are, what your true value and worth is. But, hell, your, just your value and worth, you started the economy of the system going. Where you think the stock exchange come from? Stocks and bonds. That was all people on the stock exchange, man. Kidnapping all people and selling them into bondage. Stock, stocks and bonds. Stockades and bondage. That was slaves. The New York Stock Exchange was founded on our backs, man, on bronze people's backs. We the real money. We worth, we worth all of that. That's why the white man in the, in the sports system got all these things. Like, well, I'm going to trade this one for this one. I'm going to trade this one for that one. I'm going to trade. You know the term bucks when they say give me 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks? They really talking about bronze men, 20 bucks. They they use this dollars now. You say ten bucks, five bucks. That was that comes from them where they was re- referring to so called black men as bucks. So five bucks, you owe me five bucks. That they refer to as money now, but they were talking about black men back then. You see, in slavery, bucks. You see, bucks. What is a buck? A buck is a terminology they use for someone who is uh, who has a lot of testosterone, masculine testosterone, power-driven, a buck. You see, one who breathes. See, they're not bucks. They call us bucks. 
They call us big black bucks. You see, because of how we breathe. That's how they really feel. They don't want to see you in their neighborhood because they are afraid of you. They are inferior to you. They are inferior to you. They feel that. And I'm not, and like I said, they feel that way. Yeah, nature, meaning the almond, that, that's how they were created, inferior. And they said it themselves. They said that we got the dominant genetics. Didn't they find to say we got the dominant genetics? And the ones with the lighter skin, the white, the Caucasian, they are the recessive genetics? They said it themselves. Even their own science say it. So this is their fear. This is their fear. You see, this is their fear. This is why they always developing weapons. They're always trying to figure out new ways to come together, new ways to, you know, stop you from reproducing. See, they can't just kill everybody. You see, they know they can't because if they just massively attacked everybody, see, they really, they, they want to, well, they don't really know what they want to do. They feel like, oh, we got these people here. And we don't really want, and they, and they the real, we know they're the real natives of America. We know that this is their land. We done took their land, and we pretty much done convinced their people that they came from a, another place, another continent called Africa, and we brought them in chains. So, you know, they, we made sure they we pretty much cut off their connection to their ancestors here in this land called America. We cut them off from that, and we'll just tell the Mexicans and all these other that those are their people. And we'll just say that the people that all make the Aztec, the mind, all them people disappeared. We don't know where they were. They, they didn't have their children. We don't know where they were. They just disappeared. Okay, whatever. Whatever. And y'all buy this because they know we have a strong root here. We have a strong root here. A strong tie. So what do they do? They sever that tie by telling us we came from Africa. No, you niggas ain't from America. You wasn't the first ones here. You niggas came from Africa. No, in the hell we didn't. That's a lie. That's a lie. But they got to keep promoting that lie. They have to keep promoting that lie to keep their position in this society. They got to keep promoting the lie. And they will lie to these people of path to see the inferior races. One thing you know should know about the inferior races, the inferior races is a pathological liar, man. The inferior races is a pathological liar. You should not ex- believe nothing they say. The inferior races is a pathological liar. They will lie about everything, but in certain parts they will tell the truth. You see, they have certain parts they'll tell them, they will either this is what they'll do, they'll either straight up lie, omit certain things and leave certain things blank, you see, or just let the truth, you know, be as it is. But always know the inferior races is a pathological liar. They need to just admit that the only reason they are racist against so called black people in this country is because black so called black people are the real natives of this society. They're the real natives to society. And you heard that term before, the natives are hot the natives are hostile. You ever heard that term, the natives are hostile? The white man said that the natives are hostile? Because they really think that our people are hostile from the treatment they got. You see? And they always feel like, you know, these people are a threat. We did all this stuff to them and they ain't did nothing to us yet. And we came into their country and we took all this stuff and we done basically put them in slavery. We treated these people so bad and whatnot. We just, we, we treat, they're going to eventually do something to us. That's in, always in the back of their mind. You see? How can, you know, 
That's like you. That's like you. You know, because they they they'll call us gorillas and monkeys and all this other stuff. See, because gorillas and monkeys. The reason why they refer to us as gorillas and monkeys and all this other shit is because, but because they see gorillas and monkeys or so-called primates as intimidating. So when they call you an ape, a gorilla, whatever they say, they that's really them saying. I, the first thing that pop into my mind when I think of you is ape, monkey, gorilla, because I am intimidated by ape, a monkey, and all gorilla. And, you know, and rather than me saying I'm intimidated by you, I'll just call you an animal that I'm intimidated by and relate it to you. I'll relate an animal that I'm intimidated by. That's where the whole ape, monkey, and gorilla thing come from because we don't look like no damn apes. We don't look like no gorillas. We don't look like no monkeys. If anything, they look like monkeys. They got straight hair like the animal fur, like the monkey. They got thin lips, no lips, pale skin when you shave the monkey down. We don't look like no goddamn apes. Apes ain't got no lips. We got lips. Apes ain't got no nose. We got nose. Apes don't got no bronze skin. Apes ain't got no woolly hair. So what the hell are you talking about? You know why you call this apes, because you intimidated by apes. That's why a lot of times these, these white men they'll they'll have, they'll be in these relationship with these black females these bed wenches they'll be in the in the um relationship and they'll always call the so called black woman a nigger or they'll say some racial shit around them or they'll even go as far as to have children little grays little mulattoes with the with the so called black female just so they can disrespect the children. Hey, look at my little niggers. You know, they they because they degenerate like that. Look at my little niggers. Or he'll say something to the black woman, like this thing that just happened on TikTok where this, um, this black bed wench called herself playing a joke on her white boyfriend. And you know what he did to get her back? He gave her something to drink, and she drank it. You know what it His piss. He pissed in the thing. That's his joke to her. He, made, he, he, he got her to drink his piss. That's good. That's good. You see? Because what you don't, what you black, dumb, black, dim-witted females who lay with these cavemen, what you don't understand is, is that they see you as an enemy and as a threat too. Every time they having sex with you, you just you just represent something that they conquering. You just represent a uh, 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 um you belong to a race of people, and the sex thing to them is something that it represents something they conquering. Just like when a white man would rape the black woman in slavery, that represented him conquering his property or what he felt was his property. That's what made him feel good that I could go and take up, take, take the raper and take, that's my property. I'll do what I want with my property. That's why he did that. Because that's what inadequate people do. Ain't that what rapists do? A rapist is an inadequate, uh, 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 angry, twisted male who is, Angry because nine times out of ten he got a small penis, he can't get it up, he had a problem with his erection, and he had to take women and violently rape them because he's trying to find his manhood by committing that violence. That's what the so-called white man did in slavery. That's what made him feel like a man, that he could rape a black woman, a black man, black children. He could rape them whenever he felt like that's my problem. And they did rape black men. They would, as that movie coming out from Tariq Nasheed, Buck Breaking. You see, that made them feel like a man that they can take, take the, that they can dominate the uh, the real one who they in fear, in fear of. You see, that's a rush to them. You don't understand that. Afraid of you. So when they can dominate you, when they can pull a gun on you, jump you, beat you, make you bleed, kill you, that's a rush for them because they just killed somebody who they were afraid of. They killed somebody who they see as that big 800-pound elephant or gorilla in the room. 
somebody who they feel is too dominant and whatnot, and that dominant black nigger, he, that black dominant nigger, he, he, he makes me feel inadequate with his big black penis going around having sex with all the women he could have. He, hell, I'm mad my woman want to lay with him. That's really what it is. That's all in the back of his mind. You see? That's all in the back of his mind. That's really what it's about. It's about their inferiority complex. You see, the so-called East Indians and the Asians don't make them feel inferior. See, because they all the same people. I told you that. They all the same people. They all part of the human race. They all got the same dog hair, dog fur, you know, what they call in hair. When in actuality, this is the, hair, the only hair on the planet. The only people that got hair on the planet is black people, so-called black people. We're the only ones that got hair because hair is heat and air together. Heat makes hair grow upward. That's the heat that makes the hair grow upward into the air, i.e. hair. They don't have hair. They have fur, like animals. That's why their fur grows down. They hair, Their fur don't grow up. Their fur grows down like animals. They got the same hair as the animals, and they even admitted, like I said, the scientists admitted that the humans are animals. They admitted that the humans are a species of animals. They scientists admitted that, but now me saying that they got a problem with that. They hate you because they are or they feel inadequate or inferior to you, not because they see themselves as superior, not because they see themselves as superior. You see? They don't hate you because of that. They don't hate you because they see themselves as better than you. They got to convince themselves that they're better than you. They got to lie to themselves. They got to psych themselves up all the time to make themselves think that they are better than you. And like I said, this system helps them to cope with that. The justice system, so-called justice system, the police departments help them cope with their inferiority complexes. That's why they want to stop you, pull you over for bullshit, harass you, try to provoke you, try to make you go, you know, try to have a reason to pull out and shoot you or whatever. They're trying to have a reason because they sitting somewhere, like I said, they probably going through all kind of mental issues in their life, and they probably saw a black movie, some movie with black people in it, or they probably saw some cop probably just saw a, a, a black man with one of his, uh, uh, what he considered to be one of his good-looking white women or something like that, and he probably got mad, or his daughter brought home a nigga, and he mad about that, or his wife left him for a nigga, and he mad about that, or he just was watching basketball. Anything could set off these inferior races, man. Anything could set them off. They mentally ill, man. These people are mentally ill. They just don't want to say it. You see? They mentally ill. And you better realize that you so-called black females, you better damn realize that you before you lay with one of these cavemen. They mentally ill, man. I don't care if they come off like the most, oh, uh, yo, 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 white boys, the wigger white boys, You oh, he down and whatnot. Hey, wasn't that white boy, what's his name? Uh, the one who gave you black females HIV? Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that what the white boy from North Carolina, wherever he was, DJ Who, Kid, whoever, the one that black-ass bed wench, what's her name, uh, uh, Kia, was posing with the white boy? You know the white boy that gave all you black females uh, HIV that you slept with raw, you black-ass whores? You sleeping with the caveman? That's what you get. You lie down with dogs, you get up with fleas. That's good. 
We'll be right back.
You see, the so-called white man don't care if you refer to him as a racist slash white supremacist racist. See, he he don't care if you call him a racist. As long as you're making reference to him as a racist who sees himself as superior or supreme to you, as long as you refer to him as a racist in that context, he don't mind being a racist. But the minute you're doing what I'm doing right now, which is pointing out why they are really racist, because they have an inferior mindset, because that racism, the real racism, the real foundation of their racism, the real house, the real foundation of which their racism is built on is fear. Fear. It's not that they think you're inferior. They know or they feel that they are inferior. That's really how it is. They really feel they're inferior. You see, that's why they got to go so extra hard whenever they kill you or do something to you. They got to go real extra hard. Oh, nigga, nigga. That's why the police and all them, the whites who run the police and all that other stuff, that whenever they kill a so-called black person, they don't feel it ain't it ain't they like like whatever they want to really let the person off because in their minds in their minds this is what joins Caucasian people Asian people East Indians together in their minds you are like a predator you are an alien you are a monster to them and in their mind in their inferior minds you will someday rise up and you and your black children your black nation or whatever they think and will kill them. You will overtake them. You will come and have sex with their daughters and make little mulatto graves, and you will you will destroy their whole bloodline, and you'll just take over everything. Just because you're a dominant people, they see that you're a dominant people. That's why they are afraid of you. That's why they don't want you around. And no gym. Remember those country clubs where the white man had his little country clubs, his little golf clubs, his little everything? They didn't want you so-called black men in those clubs, not because – for a few different reasons. Number one, they ain't want you coming to their golf club and their golf tournaments and their country clubs because, number one, they didn't want to have to deal with the embarrassment of getting in the shower with you so-called black men. You know how the white boys are. You white males, you, you white boys, y'all get in the shower. Y'all the ones that did that, uh, 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 all of y'all bathing together and in the showers and stuff next to each other. They didn't want you to see how small their penises are, number one. They didn't want to be uh, hanging down by, or that they look at each other in the shower a lot of times. they looking at each other, you see. Nor did they want you to really come out there and play the sport and outdo them in the sport, you see. That's why they didn't want you in their clubs, you see. They don't want you to see how inadequate they feel. They don't want to walk around feeling uncomfortable. That's why they don't want you in their in your na- in their neighborhoods. You come in there, you ain't trying to bother nobody, you nothing like that. They don't want you in their neighborhood because they feel inadequate around you. They don't want to walk around feeling uncomfortable. They don't feel uncomfortable around the Arabs. They don't feel uncomfortable around the Chinese. They don't feel uncomfortable around the uh 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 on um, the East Indians because they all the same people. But when you show up in the neighborhood. They watching you. You see, they watching you. You could show up and you could be a millionaire or you could have, you know, have a good job, so-called good job, educated job. They still looking at you if you show up in the neighborhood. You see, they still got their eye on you. You see, not because you did nothing, but you did do something. In their mind, you did do something. How dare you be born with dominant genetics? How dare you bring your your dominant dark skin and woolly dark, your woolly black hair and your dark skin and, and your big lips and your broad nose, your dominant nose and your dominant lips and your deep voice into my neighborhood. How dare you, nigga? 
you insulting me just by your presence. It offends me, aka it 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 it, it, it frightens me. That's what it. That's really what he means when he say you offend me with your presence. He he means you frighten me with your presence. That's really what that means. I I don't want to I don't want to look at you because you frighten me. You make me feel inadequate. You see, you make me feel inadequate. I I don't I don't, I don't like that. You know, I don't want to be felt that I made to feel inadequate. So the thing, the person, the hell, wouldn't all the nerds, think about this scenario. If all the nerds got together and could beat up the big jock in school and they had a society where all the jocks was under them and the nerds was in charge of everything, wouldn't the nerds love that setup? If everything was catering to the nerds, the nerds ran the society and the jocks were slaves and the bucks and, and they could just do whatever they want to do. That's really what the setup is here. Nerds over supermen. Nerds over superwomen. That's really what the setup is. You see? And they want to keep it that way. They want to keep you at the bottom because, like I said, they don't want to go to the bottom. They want to stand on your back. They want to do the things they do to you. They want to call the police on you for walking in your neighborhood and whatnot. Because in their mind, it's their neighborhood. Oh, oh, you done moved into our neighborhood. We got a black a black family moved across from a, a black family and all that. And then they come over and try to be all phony, act like they're trying to welcome you to the neighborhood when they really just spying on you. They try to come and be all phony, you see. Or they'll say hi to you a little bit and whatnot, but they're really watching you, you see. Because, like I said, they make, uh, you make them feel uncomfortable. You really make them feel inadequate. And, they, and they'll never forgive you for that. Because of their insecurities, it's your fault because they insecure. It's their fault. And they me, it's your fault because they feel insecure and inadequate. That's really what it is. You see? They had a, they, remember that site they had a ghetto gaggers where they basically had these white males. These white males was up here degrading these black females. Basically, you ever remember that, 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 that site? I'm pretty sure it's still up. And I'm, I, I'm sure nobody noticed. Now, I, funny. Notice. I'm pretty sure that site's a ghetto gaggers. How many of y'all heard of that, that that website with the um with the porn on it? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure if you Google that, I'm pretty sure that site is still up. Where's Black Lives Matter? Where's the black lesbians that the ones who coming down on the black men for misogynistic behavior? How come that site is still up? I bet you that site's still up. I bet you that site is still up. Where they showing white males cave beasts. Up here, vomiting anything from pissing on black females, kicking them in the ass, making them eat out of dog dishes, spitting on them, and all this other stuff while having sex with them. This, this is what they, this is what they want to do. This is how sick they are. And forget the black females; they all messed up. You, you, you gonna go? That's not even porn. I don't see that years ago. That's not even porn. I bet you that site's still up. I bet you that site's still up. But notice. Black lesbians matter. The black lesbians that matter, the ones who always coming down on black men, Tawana Burke, they ain't saying nothing about that site. They ain't saying, oh, this is misogynistic to black women. Where's all the bed wenches speaking up over the black cis stars? Now, if black, so-called black men would have had a site like that up, where white women are doing that to white women, they would, man, listen, that site would have been taken down, pointing that site, look how black men do these women. You see? You see that? That's real. That's how degenerate this is. Like I said, 
because that's really their inferior complex coming out. They got to degrade somebody to feel, make them feel better about themselves. They got to degrade somebody. And that just shows you the degradation on both sides because for you so-called black females to lay with them, these white males, that just shows you have a degenerate spirit on you. You have a degenerate spirit to want to lay with them. You see, the same people that was raping you, the same people that would make ghetto gaggers, the same people that would uh, abuse, that would things like that would benefit off of your oppression in this society, that says a lot about you black females, man, who lay with them. Y'all traitors, man. Y'all straight up traitors, man. You better come to your damn senses and hope you when you wake up out of your senses that a, a so-called black man or a bronze man still even wants your black ass. And that go for you, you black males too, man. That go for you black males too. That go for y'all. Because you love the cave woman over your own woman. You know, I want an exotic woman. Man, man, stop with the exotic woman stuff, man. That's, that's you guys working off your inferiority complex. Because a lot of you so-called black males, you got an inferiority complex too. Now, like I said, when I refer to the humans as animals, I refer to the almond as reptilians. We as the almond race are reptilians. The humans are animals, and we are reptilians. The almond are reptilians. We the, we the almond race are the reptilian race, and the humans, they are your animal race. Again, that's why they made that movie, uh, 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 Godzilla versus King Kong. That was really the reptilians was representing the bronze race and the apes was representing the human race. That's really what that is in this context. In this context. You see, I didn't see the movie yet, but I'm going to see it. You know. We represent that uh, dominant reptile, reptilian race, right? That's in our genetic structure. And they represent that animal race, the race of the race of animals, those animals that came second onto the planet, those genetically modified animals that come out of the reptile. Same way the, the humans come out of us through the genetic structure of our terrestrial bound bronze women or black women and the mix with the animal genetic, they came out of us. They still came from us indirectly the same way the animals came from the reptiles indirectly. Same thing. So when y'all hear me saying that humans are animals, don't get all distressed and play the, oh, this guy's a racist, he hate white people, he hate all race. No, I don't. When I say that humans are a race of animals, I'm only repeating what your scientists say, and I agree with them. And I also said that you so-called black people are really reptilians. Y'all are the reptilian genetic. The humans, which is comprised of your Caucasian, your Asians, and your East Indians, are of the primate genetic, of the, uh, of the animal genetic, the primate, the monkey, or the ape genetic. And we are of the serpent genetic, or the reptilian genetic, you so-called black people. And animals and reptiles, they don't get along. They really don't get along. They can inhabit the same space, but animals and reptiles don't get along. You see? They don't get along. They want to call reptiles animals, but no, they're not animals. They're a whole other species of creature. You see, animals are genetically modified, just like your humans. They're genetically modified. That's why animals have a, a a time where they 
become extinct and you'll never see them again because they can't really break down into anything or see what your reptile, they will become extinct, but they will incarnate or they will come back on the earth in another form, in a smaller form. You see, they will come back in a smaller form in some way, shape, or form. They will come back in a smaller form. So that genetic material don't really go nowhere. You see, it stays going forward until the almond recall it. You see, reptilian race and the animal race, we don't get along. We don't see eye to eye. We're totally different in our thinking and things like that. And that's the genetic structure that's in us as people. That's the genetic structure, whether you like it or not. Because you want to say the origin of the humans is animals, I agree. I agree with your scientists. The humans are a species of animal. And your so-called your so-called black race, a.k.a. the almond race, are the species of reptile. We are that species of reptile. All right? Well, like I said, a lot of people are not ready to accept that. They're not ready to accept that. That's the true fear. Because there's nothing more scarier than reptiles, crocodiles, snakes, and all these. They, they are very scary creatures. Reptiles are very scary creatures. And we have that genetic in us. We have that reptile genetic in us. And along with our um, genetic material, our dark genetics, our broad features, our woolly hair, we don't have animal hair. We don't have the animal hair. Our hair is not even, the hair we got is not even uh, uh, reptilian. You see, that's directly from that solar projection, you see, given to us, projected to us, cover our brains. And even, like I said, those of us who are bald-headed, who have no hair, you still have those coils inside of your head that just don't, may not grow out no more, but they still protect your brain. Those coils are there. Because that's what your hair is, it's coils. It's tightly knit coils. That's why it has the afro look. Tightly knit coils or cushion are to protect your head. You see, even it don't matter if your hair is long or short and whatnot because, like I said, you have just as much hair under your scalp, you know, that may not grow out anymore. You may wear it bald, but it's still there. The hair is still there under your scalp. And it's there to protect your brain. See, that wasn't a concern with the humans. That's why their hair is thin like that and recessive. Their hair is thin and recessive like that because that protecting their brains was not of any real thought or, con- or consequence because they were going to be told what to do anyway. Their brains wasn't really all that important other than just work and follow orders. That's why their hair looks like that. You see, we were given the hair, the woolly crown, to protect our brain because we had to receive transmission. And if we, we could not, they didn't want us in case we ever had head injuries. We didn't want to have, we couldn't have those serious brain, we couldn't have those serious brain uh, uh, damage. So our hair was given to us as a form to protect our brains. You see, that's what happens when you have dominant genetics. Your brain is seen as a dominant machine. Almond utilize it to access and project tra- um, transmission. So they needed to protect your brain. They didn't care about the humans. You see, they wanted us, they wanted to protect us, our brains. 
so that we can only because, like I said, they needed us for reception. They needed us to send messages to when they were sending us live and active messages back then. You see, then we lost our connection. And now we're starting to regain our connection. That time of the regaining of the connection is here. And like I said, the ones who cannot link into that connection, they're going to be part of that list of rejection. They're going to be the ones who still think, sitting around thinking, oh, you know, they're going to keep with this black and white thing, this black and white thing, because like I said, they want to keep the race thing going as long as you're on the bottom of the race thing. As long as you're on the bottom of the race tour, that's, they'll keep the race thing going. As long as you're on the bottom of it. As long as you're on the bottom of the racial talks. As long as you see yourself as inferior, you can keep the racial talk going. But as long as you, when you start seeing yourself and waking up to seeing yourself as superior by based on your genetics, your 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 g- genetic material and things like that, your mental capability, once you start seeing yourself as supreme, then all of a sudden they don't want to talk about race no more. Then they're going to flip it around on you and say you racist. Oh, they're black supremacists. You know, they're ex- black extremists. It was okay when they was being white uh, white extremists, right? It was okay when they was doing that white extremists and white supremacists. That was okay when they was pushing that, which really is a farce because, like I said, y'all don't believe that y'all supreme is white people. Y'all really don't. You don't. You got to make up things to. You got to create images, like I said, to make others believe that. You want people to believe that more than you believe it. You don't care. They don't see. They care about you believing it more than they believe. You see what I'm saying? They care more about you believing that they're supreme than they actually trying to convince themselves that they're supreme. They already know they're not. The key is to make you believe they are. Y'all follow what I'm saying? All right. Right back.
These humans will always see you as a threat. There's nothing you can do about that. There's nothing you can do to alleviate so-called, quote-unquote, racism. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing that can be done to alleviate racism. You will always be seen as a threat. Your skin ain't going to get no lighter, but even though these so-called black people trying to lighten their skin, I don't know what's what these dumbass niggas, y'all trying to lighten your skin, active lightening the skin help Michael Jackson. Active making yourself white. Now, for you so-called black females who lightening your skin and taking this, um, uh, thinning out your lips and trying to flatten, straighten out your nose and putting that blonde wig or whatever on your head trying to look like white women, Ask Michael Jackson did that work for how that worked out for him. Ask Michael Jackson how lightening his skin and, and, and busting up his nose and putting pink color in his lips, this nigga lying, talking about he got vitiligo, lying ass nigga. You know, you wanted to be like one of these humans. Ask him how that went for him. You know, he he is somebody who and he's famous, look how they did him. How 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 that worked out for Michael? You see? They ain't ain't go too good for him. But yet you so-called black females think you're going to do that and, and, and somehow you're going to magically be accepted. They're always going to be in fear of you. That's what inferiority is about. These people are in fear of you. You know this idiot bed wench, Diana Ross. You know Diana Ross? And she, here's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Diana Ross, you know, she, she, um, somebody said she did a show one time. This is back in the 90s, you know, uh, in Manhattan, in New York somewhere. And she said, and I quote, that she asked the people, I think at Radio City Music Hall, to not have black people work that day, not have, you know, because they have um, at Radio City Music Hall, she did a concert. She was asking not to have black, um, you know, so-called black, uh, uh, you know, uh, ushers and whatever, you know, work, you know, worked at theaters and whatnot. They didn't want, she asked them not to have any black people working there that, that when she performed because, you know, her friends on that night was coming to see it, and they're they not comfortable around black people. They, this, this was Diana Ross. They, you know, black people make them feel uncomfortable. They feel nervous around black people. You understand that? You see, you, that, that's what I'm talking about. You see, so so they'll let you know outright. They don't feel – they really let it go and just let you know how they really feel – Oh, I don't feel comfortable around you. I feel, you know, they're not going to say they feel inadequate. They ain't going to give it up like that. But they all know what I'm talking about. These so-called white people who racist, you know what I'm talking about. Then this goes out to the racist white people, even though y'all all got racism in y'all, some more than others. But y'all, this is all, this is the vibration that you, this is what y'all vibrate on. And they're not just you so-called white people, you Asians, you East Indians. All of y'all vibrate on that because it is the reptile versus human thing. That's really where it goes. The core is the reptile versus the human. I mean, reptile versus the animal. You know, this is reptile versus animal. And y'all mind, even though, like I said, you know, we ain't thinking about y'all like that, but that's what it's about. You see? And that's always going to be in their mind. You see? Like I told you so-called bronze women before, you so-called black women, the only reason a white man wants you is because he's trying to live vicariously through you as a a black man. He wants to be a black man. When the white man gets with you, he wants to be – he does it for two reasons. Number one, he wants to be – he wants to imagine himself as a black man or, or number two, but not have to really be a black man. He's still a white man, so-called white man, but he wants to imagine himself as a so-called black man. And number – Two, 
it'll make him feel manly to have sex with you because, like he's like they say, you ain't no real man until you had sex with a black woman. That's what they say. That's the white men say. The white, the racist white men down south would say that. They know that saying because you know you had you know, they had the bed winches always hanging around ready to lay up with them to make them feel better about themselves. You see. Their mindset, in their mind, the so-called white man, like I told you, he's more. He cares more about making it so, making it feel. He he cares more about the idea that he took a good-looking black woman from a black man. That's what he really cares about, and, 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 and that that's a notch on his belt, and he make him feel like a man. He don't care about you. They don't know how to care about nobody. You know what I'm They don't. Not even their own kind. They don't even know how to care about their own kind. They don't damn sure don't care about you, but like I said, you so-called black people, you got such low self-esteem. You you done bought into this whole white supremacy thing, and like I said, people like Tariq Nasheed, you know them, they don't help them. And I like your commentary, Tariq Nasheed, but when you stop saying white supremacy, man, please stop saying that. That's not real. That's something they want to get pushed across in your mind, you see, because, I mean, like, realistically, what makes them supreme? that they control the system, that they work together to control the system, something that we could have did if we was going to work, if we could have worked together, but you so-called black people don't want to work together. That's one thing the so-called white race got over, y'all, that they willing to work together. They willing to put a difference to the side to keep the society going. Y'all ain't. That's the one thing they got over, y'all. Y'all, y'all don't see things that way. You see, because if y'all was willing to do that, if you was willing to say, you know what, if they was to leave off of the earth tomorrow, we could run America, we could run the police force, we could run the, the corporate corporate structure, we could run enterprise here, we could do all this, we could, we could take this thing over and run it. Y'all can't think, y'all don't think like that. <clears throat> you so-called black people don't think like that. That's not a reality. You look, you, you, you know, you feel like the white man got to be around and he has to run things. You see, he has to run things because y'all don't think of yourself as running things. Y'all don't see yourself that way. You see, y'all don't see yourselves as being in charge. You don't see yourself as being in control. You don't see that. You see him as being in charge. You see, and that's why things are the way they are. That's exactly why. You know, y'all will never see yourselves that way. That's why he's going to remain in power. Until he fades out. And like I said, he's fading out already. And like I said, he's going to fade into the gray race. But like I said, it's only going to be until our people develop that mindset of supremacy and rulership, law and order and judgment. Only when we develop these things in our mind is that race of lords, is that overseeing race of lords of almond. Only until we, until we start to develop that in our mind, the reality of that. The necessity of that, when we start to develop that in our mind, that's when things will start to evolve and grow into us being in power again going forward into the future. But until that, if that's not going to develop in our minds, then just, man, forget all that talk, man. Forget these niggas that are sitting up here talking about white supremacy or well, well, things happen this way because of white supremacy or white, 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 white supremacy, but never no solution for it. So if you ain't got no solution for nothing and you keep talking about it, then God damn it, you part of the problem. Just like that. 
you don't even see that you're part of the problem because if you ain't got no solution for the problem and you keep throwing the problem up in my face and you keep throwing it and you keep, that's like a woman annoying you and nagging you and say, you know, uh, uh, the window's broken, the window's broken, the window, okay, I know the window's broken. If you're not going to tell me where to go to get the stuff to fix the window, then you just going to become a part of the goddamn problem. You nagging me now. You see, that's how you so-called black people sound when you keep talking about white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. You say that because really what you're doing, maybe some of y'all see it, maybe you don't, you basically burning that into the minds of so-called black people who are impressionable, and to now you're starting to make them think white people are supreme, that they really see themselves as supreme. So mission accomplished for you so-called blacks, because I believe, I, I, I'm not going to say, but I believe, I think, and a lot of you so-called black people that's talking this black power shit and all this black Pan-African shit and white supremacy, you actually work for these Caucasians, and you are here to push white supremacy in the minds of so-called black people. And there's nothing we could do about it, and, you know, we live in a system of white supremacy, and that's how it is, and we got to know it. Man, hey, look, man, look, you have to stop labeling this as white supremacy. Because what you're putting in the minds of people, let your people truly know what that whole racial thing, that prejudicial thing really stems from. And that is inferiority in the minds of these so-called people, these so-called white people. And that's inferiority. It has always been that. It has always been inferiority. That's why they make sure they attack you so-called black men. They go hard and they go heavy and they ain't, and they go hard. And, go, and you so you know, the reason why you so-called black men, Y'all still in shock when these when these Caucasians attack you, and you won't go all out like you would do on a so-called black man. Because whenever notice with the so-called black man, whenever he get in a beef with the so another so-called black man, he go all out. He ready to kill the so-called black man. The white man, he'll take it easy. You know, he may beat his ass, or he might barely. The white man got to really get him amped to fight the white man. You see, you notice that he won't really go hard. You see, like the white man, the white man will go hard trying to kill you. You say, if he get into it with you, he's going to go hard trying to kill you. You so-called black men ain't going to do that. You're going to take it easy on him. And the reason why you take it easy on him is because, like I said, he he, he go hard on you because he know that he, in his mind, he in a fight for, for life because you, he, I'm fighting this big black nigger, this big black monster, and you probably want, ain't even as big as he is or half the size, like I said. But... When you fight, like I said, you 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 fight your own. Don't you know, notice that niggas go hard on each other. When it comes to so-called white man, like I said, they leave him breathing. If they get in a fight with him, they leave him breathing. He trying to take you out. You leave him breathing. You see, you try to show mercy. He ain't showing you no mercy. But that's how you so-called black people are. Because and see, and the reason why they do it because really they see you so-called white men is they see the slides and a lot of these so-called black men they kind of see y'all as recessive. And they really don't want to beat the snot out of y'all like they could. Because y'all know the so-called black man, if he really let loose, he'll beat the shit out of all of y'all, beat the snot. That's why you need your gun. You need a whole bunch of y'all, like I said, like cowards, like cowards. You see, that's really what it is. That so-called supremacy is triggered by cowardliness. It's cowardliness. It ain't triggered by nothing else. Don't call cowardliness supremacy. Don't call cowardliness supremacy. You see? But one thing I will say they supreme, man, thing I will give it to the humans for, one thing, the only one thing I give it to them about being supreme about, they'll work together. 
That's one thing they got over you so-called black people. They will work together, and they will stay on code. So I give the so-called white man and the rest of the humans that for credit. They will work together, and they will stick together, you see? Because, like I said, but understand that they only do that because it's based on fear. They will work together and stick together and, and work against you or come together and make sure that you are uh, um, not going to uh, um, be in any prominent thing because that's a fear thing. See, their fear of you galvanizes them. Their fear of you brings them together. That's why there is a white power structure. Because if it was just white people and there was no black people around, they'd be dis- they they'd be disorderly as hell, man. They'd be disorderly as hell. You know, and uh, like I said, they 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 would they would you see all kind of corruption, all kind of degeneracy going on, and just their governments by itself, all kind of corruption and degeneracy, man. You see, they only they only stick together because. They want to police you and make sure, you know, like I said, they want you in in, in these society because it galvanizes them. See, your energy brings them together out of fear. You follow what I'm saying? Your energy galvanizes and brings them together out of fear. That's why they know, because I'm going to show you this. Notice. Now, think about this. If black people were such a problem here, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad presented a question and an answer. He said if black people are the problem here, if that's all it is, you know how much big this planet is? Send black people someplace else. Send black people out of America someplace else, South America, Africa, wherever, and let them set up someplace else and, and get their own thing going, and you ain't got to worry about the norm. You can have America if that was the case. Marcus Garvey tried to do it. Hey, why wouldn't, they, wouldn't you think, oh, you know, we're going to solve this racial problem. By we're going to solve this racial problem by getting the blacks out. We're going to send them back. Since you say we come from Africa, we're going to open up uh, this place, uh, you know, and we're going to give them these three countries, four countries, and let them have it and have all the wealth and let them just govern themselves and let them get out of America. And now we got an all-white country, and we're not going to bother them anymore. Why they didn't do that? Why didn't they do that? Answer, because they know if they did do that, this shit would fall apart. This shit would fall apart. They would not be galvanized by anything anymore. Because you ain't got nothing. Once the fear is gone, then they're going to get loose. They're going to come apart. You are the fabric. You are the thread that holds this thing together. Their fear of you keeps them galvanized and structured and together. Do y'all hear me? Let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. What does inside the mind of racists um, mean? It basically means you need to have an ultra-standing of what it is you're dealing with, the mindset of the people around you who you call the dominant society, who you call the white supremacist. Look, man, I'm I, like I said, I don't use terms like dominant society or supremacist when it comes to Caucasian people because they're not. They're not. A lot of that is smoke and marriage, man. You see, people who are inferior, who think of themselves as inferior, they will come up with all kinds of ways to deceive the world into making you think they are superior because what can they really do, kill you? Shit, you can get killed by a nigga, a gangbanger. You get killed, you can die. Eight million ways to die, choose one. So just saying, oh, they could come and kill you, that don't mean shit. You can die tonight. You can die tomorrow by anything. That's that's the threat. That's the power. They could kill you. Man, fuck that shit, man. Uh, can races be inferior? Yeah, they are. This is inferior racism. Excuse my language, but raw and uncut. That's what you need to stop being afraid, man. 
You're saying inferior races? Yeah, they are inferior. Because if they really felt they were superior, they wouldn't even be focused on you, man. They got all the money. They got the police backing them up. They got all that. But that ain't good enough for them. The hell, if they wanted you going, they could have sent you to a whole other country, a whole other continent, and had you set, set up, and that's it, man. They, they, they want to keep this going because this drives them. Racism drives them. You see, it galvanizes them. It's the battery in their back. Without us being the battery in their back, they ain't doing shit, man. The only reason people like America and want to pattern themselves after America is because of us, man. What we put into America. Ain't nothing they put into America that nobody want to follow, especially not today. Is there, uh, is there racism? Yeah, it's racism out of fear. Can racism be destroyed? No. It never will, not even when the grades come about. That's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and in Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Newton Mincari, Spin Mintelect Radio. I'll see you guys back in tomorrow night at 10. Good night.